everyone, and welcome to another new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. Before we begin the episode, I just want to ask you, if you are someone who has a great business going, you are fully engaged in your practice as a business, you've got lots of people coming to see you, but you feel like you're maxed out. You know that you're not full, and yet you are full. You want to have more traffic. You want to see bigger numbers, but you just can't figure out why it's not all coming together for you. You want to have greater income coming into your family, but you can't seem to figure out how to create more profit in your business. Let me just tell you, I struggled with that for years, for years and years and years. And one of the best things that I ever did was I engaged a coach who could help me with those specific things. There was simply too much going on in my own head. I couldn't see the forest for the trees. And I want you to know that if you have ever wondered whether or not there's a coach out there who gets where you're at as a mother, as a chiropractor, and as a woman, that is exactly what Danielle and I do in our one-on-one coaching. So if you're looking at coaching, we have aligned women coaching, one-on-one coaching that is available for anybody who's looking for better results, better balance in their life, and more profit in their pocketbook. And if that's something that you're looking for, just go to alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us and you can check out the one-on-one coaching option. If you're not sure whether coaching is right for you or you're not ready to to sort of deep dive into one-on-one coaching, then I highly recommend the masterminds because essentially it's a lot like a group coaching program. You get to dip your toe in and see what it's like, have some awesome support and encouragement from other people without necessarily making the commitment that you're not ready for yet for one-on-one coaching. We have another new elevated mastermind group starting at the beginning of February, and it is for women who are multiple five figures or nudging the corner of six figures. And if that is for you, where you are in the ramp up phase and even possibly in the scaling phase of your practice, and you are looking for some direction, some guidance, some accountability, some focus, and some support, I would love for you to check out our Elevated Women Mastermind at alignedwomen.com forward slash masterminds. And now on with the episode. Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, I am <clears throat> very froggy in my voice today. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Is that a do-over? I think we'll just leave it. <laughs> um, yes, welcome to the Aligned Woman Podcast, where we are very professional podcasters. <laughs> oh goodness. What a great start to the day. All right. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Shauna Dingman. You know, Dr. Shauna, we've gotten into this habit of asking each other how your day is going on a scale of one to 10. And it's been a while, a while being like a few days since we've asked each other that. So what is your rating today on a scale of one to 10? How was your day? 15. Whoa. What? How did you make it a 15? (laughs) 
Well, I'm not sure it was so much me. I had great morning time. So I've really gotten back into my old routine of waking up very early in the morning and getting up and having some really good morning time. And boy, I didn't realize how much I've missed it. It was really cool. My husband joined me for part of it. And my 10-year-old son also came down and wanted to find out how he can incorporate morning time into his life, which was really cool. I did some mobility exercises. Um, 2019 for me, part of my physical goal is just about increasing my mobility and my flexibility and getting rid of some chronic body pain that I've had. So we've been hitting that almost every single day, which has been awesome. And again, to just be joined by my husband and my son doing that and listening to some cool tunes from the 70s was pretty awesome. And practice is like I am fully booked for this week. I could not see another patient this week, I don't think, which really being in this location for two and a half months, I'm like so happy with that. So I crunched some numbers this morning. I had messaged you about some of my numbers and just from a profitability standpoint, like everything is just going so ridiculously well. And you and I had this amazing quarterly planning session yesterday that was exciting and I don't know. I just feel so pumped up. And it's always a good day too. The buses are canceled in our area and I got my kids to school this morning anyway. So <laughs> it's a good day. Can we, can we talk more about your practice in a bit? Because I think that it's really um, important for people to hear because you have sure. essentially set the bar for the things that we teach and we'll talk more about why. Um, do I get to rate my day? Absolutely. You're going to love this. Question. It's a 10. <laughs> um, interesting that you noted that you were up early and you've been getting up early and loving it. The last three days or so, my baby has woken me up at like five o'clock in the morning and I'm not a morning person, but I'll tell you just like having that additional time in the morning to get my day started and to like I'm not really moving my body, which I would like to be. I'm kind of snuggling with her, but thinking through things and um, journaling and writing, that's one of my big goals for this year. So I'm actually feeling really good despite having less sleep. It's interesting how that happens. (laughs) Well, and I, I have to be honest with you that I'm getting the sleep on the other end. So I went to bed last night. Craig and I crawled into bed at 930 like a bunch of old fogies. And we did watch a show. We watched an old episode of How I Met Your Mother together. Um, And then we went to sleep right after that. So I really did. I got a good seven hours sleep, which for me, seven, seven and a half hours is perfect for me. So I got that, you know, even being awake at quarter after five in the morning, I feel like I got a full night's sleep. Now, tonight come 7.30 or 8 o'clock, I'm going to be tired and feeling ready for bed, which is always hard when there are teenagers in the house balancing that out. But it's a, it's a problem for later today. So yeah. I'm not working on less sleep. I feel like I'm getting a good night's sleep. Um, and I think that makes a big difference too, because if you're not getting enough sleep, you can't sustain the morning time. But I don't yeah. mind trying to shift my schedule again. Yeah, the baby is... Um almost a year old. She'll be a year old in um, seven days. And she is still not sleeping through the night. So yeah, once that happens. This is not going to make you feel good, but Cole didn't sleep through the night until about six months ago. No joke. (laughs) He 
weeks, 10 it'll be, it'll be <laughs> people that don't know. <laughs> it'll be 11 in two weeks. So it's, yeah, I mean, he was still waking up really regularly. Now for him, it was nightmares and bad dreams and things like that. But I don't know. Like, anyway, I just wanted to mention that to, to add to your great day. <laughs> yeah, thanks. thanks. So now I feel like a nine. I can't believe that our baby, our baby is going to be one in seven days. <laughs> right? Our yeah. aligned baby. She's all of ours. She's our aligned baby. I know. Yeah. Um, she's going to be an interesting kid to watch grow up because she's got um, a really sweet personality mixed with a really sassy personality. And she has everybody fooled. Um, everyone says she's such a happy baby and she's so sweet. And then I'm alone with her with the other kids. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this girl, she sounds like Chewbacca when she's angry. <laughs> she sounds like my daughter. <laughs> so, she's 14. Good luck yeah. with that. She's going to be an interesting one to watch grow up. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about your practice. Um, oh, when okay. we, when we did the planning your best year ever event in December, um, out of that event came a stats snapshot and we've been asking all of our members and clients to complete this snap, the stats snapshot. That's hard for me to say, um, because we're gleaning so much important information about practices that we wouldn't see otherwise with this information. So you did this for your own practice and what did you find? I, well, I found exactly what I had hoped to find and expected to find. Um, first of all, I'm profitable, so that's good. I mean, for a, a first year in practice, that's always good. But I knew that I had been profitable right at the first month because I did things the way you and I taught. I started with my minimum viable product. So how can I open my doors and deliver a good quality chiropractic product with almost zero overhead. Um, and then when I started making more money, when I started having money in my business account regularly and knowing that there was, you know, there's a good amount of profit going, then I took on more expense, but only what I needed in order to do what I wanted to do. And I made sure that my prices, so my prices are a premium. I'm more expensive, like significantly more expensive than anybody else in my town. Um, I speak to my niche clients all the time, which are women. So my, my practice is actually called Elevate Women's Health Center. So I only see women and children and everything that I do markets to women. Um, I have a really good avatar. It's very, very specific who my ideal patient is. Um, my pricing is everybody pays full price basically. So there is a family rate that's available if people bring in more than one member of the family. So my family rate is actually what I always consider to be my, that's going to be my bare minimum, like rock bottom. I would never accept anything less than this. And then people pay a premium if they're, they don't know that they're paying a premium, but they're actually paying $7 more if they're the only person in their family getting adjusted. And there's really, there's just the two prices. It's one or the other. And um, I set the price so that I knew that as long as I was somewhere in the middle of those two prices, I was always going to be able to be really profitable. Um, so my average income per visit for 2018 was actually above what I wanted that. And so I wanted my average price to be 50 bucks. Um, 
and I'm actually 50, I think it's $51.06 is the average uh, income per visit. My cost per visit was, oh gosh, I can't remember what I messaged you, but my profit is $31 a visit. So I know that every time somebody walks through the door, my profit, what's coming into, you know, into our, I shouldn't say our, well, yeah, our household account is $31 every time somebody walks in, which is, it's great. What it means is I don't have to see that many people in a week in order to make a great income for our family, which is good because with you and I being an aligned women, I don't have the space in my life and in my schedule anymore to like to see the volume that I used to see when I was in practice. I have a very, I would say small volume practice compared to what I'm used to, but because it's highly profitable, it makes, actually it makes more money than what I used to seeing double or triple the volume. Amen. And hallelujah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And I, I work 10 hours a week. So 20 hours in total but 10 clinical hours, 20 hours in total for the practice. And then I work probably about the same amount for aligned women. So it's a full-time job that I'm working, but I feel like there's just the right amount of space for everything in my life, including time for just me. So that's why today's a 15. It's a great life. (laughs) So amazing. Okay. Well, first things first, congratulations and, and good work. Um, Thank you. It's been awesome to watch you do this over the last year. Has it been a full year yet? No, no. I've only been, I would say, like I opened the doors of my practice April 1st, so it's been eight months, but working out of my home was always more, I never promoted, I didn't do any marketing. I literally just told a couple of friends that I was open and those were the people that I would see because I just didn't want all sorts of people, especially people I didn't know in my home. Yeah. So I was really only seeing but just a few people a week. And then October 1st was when I opened down here in Port Perry. So I kind of feel like practice really started for me, like in earnest where I was doing marketing and doing talks and getting out in the community and networking and all that. Um, that really started October 1st for me. Amazing. All right, ladies. So there you go. There you have it. <laughs> we could have made today's episode about um, the example of, what we teach in Aligned Women, which is Yeah, and I, I would say like the whole reason that you, I'm sure you probably asked about that is just so everybody knows it works. The systems work. But one of the things I will say, and this is part of what we're going to talk about today, I have excellent systems in my practice. I have a lot of automation and I have really good, thorough, complete sales and marketing systems. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the difference between marketing and sales. Because I think so many people talk about sales and marketing like they're the same thing, but they're not. And one, sales is only relevant, or sorry, marketing is only relevant if you have a good sales process. Back in episode 74, do you remember we did that episode on selling? Mm-hmm. And for the feedback that we got when I asked people in the Mama Chiropractors group and in the Aligned Women members community, what do you think about selling? And oh my goodness, the, the feedback that we got, people were so vehemently opposed to the idea of selling and the skeeviness and the sketchiness around it. And so we did an episode on what it really means. And I think it's important that we do this follow-up episode on the difference between what is marketing versus sales? How are they different? And why are they both critical to your practice? 
Yeah. A lot of people talk about being afraid of marketing their practices, right? Because they feel like they're selling themselves as though those two things are the same. Really, we're never selling ourselves. We're always selling our practice, (laughs) but a part of that is your personality. Your personality is your brand and your brand is infused in your marketing. So it is kind of over... Um, uh, not overwoven, interwoven together. But what what you're expressing is the need to have clear systems for your marketing, a clear strategy for your marketing, and then also a clear system or strategy for how the people that hear about you can easily say yes to what it is that you offer. Exactly. Yeah. So marketing is really just visibility. It's how we let people know that we're here. Your website, your Facebook advertising, your Instagram story advertising, your blogs, um, your networking, all of those things are marketing. It lets people know that you exist, the name of your clinic, and what kind of a service you provide. That's all marketing is. It's all about creating visibility, and we need to have visibility. If, if, if nobody knows that you exist, then sales is irrelevant because you have to have people coming through your door in order to make a sale. Um, so marketing is very, very important. But I think the, the biggest, one of the biggest problems that we see with our mastermind and one-on-one coaching clients is that when we ask them, what are the systems like that take your patient from point A to point Z, for example, in your practice, what are the systems that are there? Very few people have systems that are nailed down. And the systems in your practice, and I know you probably don't want to hear this, it is a sales process that you are taking people through. So let's talk about the difference between marketing and sales. If marketing is visibility, then sales is basically, it's showing people how to participate in what you offer. I love how Dan Sullivan describes sales, and I think I talked about this in episode 74. He talks about it as getting people intellectually engaged in a future result that's good for them. And the key word is that it's good for them. That's inherent in what it is that you're selling, right? We're assuming that what you have, and as chiropractors, what we have is good for people. So it's getting people intellectually engaged in the future result that's good for them and getting them to emotionally commit to take action to achieve that result. And people walk through your doors because they want a certain result. They are coming to you because they want better health on some level. What they're basically saying to you just by the act of picking up the phone and calling or walking through your door is, I need help with this problem. I believe that you potentially could be helping me. Please show me how. And all of the systems in your office are designed to show them how you can help them and what it's going to look like. So in that respect, I think we, we need to take the sketchiness out of our perspective of what sales is and just realize that sometimes we get in our own way. We don't tell people how they can participate when really that's the answer they want to know. They just want to know, okay, how do I get there? And so we can get in our own way by not having good systems that show them that. The concept that selling feels icky um, is, I get it, but 
it's largely based in beliefs that are not true. And it makes me think of, have you seen Matilda? Mm, I don't think so. Watch that. It's a great movie. I don't know when it was released. Like it's, it's kind of an older movie, but Danny DeVito plays Matilda's dad and he is the worst, sketchiest, squeakiest, greasiest, yucky, dishonest used car salesman. I mean, he is an awful person. And I think that's the kind of person that people tend to think of. When we think of sales, we think of all the people who phone us at dinner time that we don't want to talk to. We think about all the crazy timeshare kind of selling people that tell you one thing, but really it's entirely a different thing. We're not that. We are chiropractors. We are doctors. We're professionals. And we have a service that people have expressed that they want and they need. And so it's now our job to help them see how we can make it work for them. I think even deeper than that, though, is that when you feel funky about even the idea of needing to have a sales process in your practice because you're a doctor, not a salesman or woman is based in something that you don't like about yourself, something that you're afraid people are going to judge about you. Mm. And so there's some inner work there to do too. Um, we've been asking our members of the elite women masterminds to read reset your mindset it's about silencing your inner mean girl. Like silence your inner mean girl, please. Let her, like get her out of the way so that you can just help people get the results that they're there to get. And when we don't help people get the results that they're there to get, it's like (laughs) anti-marketing, anti-sales because then they leave our practices disappointed and frustrated that what they came here for isn't what they got. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we're too busy trying to people please. And when I say people please, I'm talking about even just, you know, we have a notion of what we think our patients want instead of telling them, this is how you can best go about getting it. Like I, as your doctor, this is the adjustment schedule that I think you need. And these are the home support exercises that are going to help to get you there as well. Instead of actually communicating what we feel is best for them, because we're the doctor, we try and assume what's going on in their head and give them what will make them like us. And then when they don't get results, it's not necessarily because, because a chiropractic doesn't work or because we're bad at what we do. It's because the whole sales process broke down. Yeah. There's a concept called permission-based selling. Mm. When I learned permission-based selling, it really changed my perspective about how to lead a person through a process of working with me and permission-based selling is actually putting that other person first, putting them first, because you're along the way at various points, checking in with them, asking them, what is the result that they want? And do they want you to tell them how to get that result? And when they give you yeses to those questions, it's, it's like setting them up for engaging in a positive way with what you offer. Mm-hmm. Then when you give those recommendations and you ask again, are you on board? And they say, yes, they've affirmed themselves and now they have something to hold themselves accountable to. So I look at permission-based selling as a way that I put the other person first and I make sure that what I'm 
trying to accomplish with them is what they want to accomplish with me. We're on the same page and the expectations are clear. And I've just removed the emotional drama from it as much as possible. Anything that comes up when I'm selling someone on something is not about that person. It's about me. And, you know, when you're looking from a permission-based perspective, what I love about it is that it gets rid of a lot of the assumptions, right? We're trying to get inside the heads of the patient and think, well, if I recommend this to them, they might think it's too much or it's too much money. You know, we're putting our garbage on them. And meanwhile, because we're not being clear, the patient is making certain assumptions about our practice, about us, about what we're actually trying to say that isn't clear, and it gets very muddied, and that's where the whole process, it tends to fall apart, whereas with permission-based selling, the great part about it is you're so clear, and because you're asking permission all the way along, and they're giving you a series of yeses, it just, it follows, to me, it follows logic. It follows a very logical train of thought that when you get to the end point where you're telling them, this is, these, you know, this, these are your recommendations for care and this is how much it's going to cost. Because you've followed a logical train all the way through, it just makes sense to them. And then yeah. they get to decide if they want it or don't want it. And if they don't want it, it's fine. Yep. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and then that's where the work with, see, all of these things work together. All of the, the different teachings on, you know, your ideal patient, for example, when you can say to somebody, this is what's going to be best for you. And then they say, you know what, that just doesn't match my benefits, or I'm just not willing to pay any of it out of pocket. And you're able to say, Hey, no problem. You know, if it gets to the point where you want this, my door is always open. I'll keep your file here. You're welcome anytime. And in your head, you're, you, you know, you've got that idea of the bus, right? That's moving along, opening the door. If the person wants to get on, great. If they don't, next, right? It's that next. And because we've done the work on the ideal patient and know who your avatar is, you will just know that person was not the right fit. They are not your ideal patient. But because now you've left a void there, it's a void that's ready for the next new patient, the next, sorry, ideal new patient to come into it. Um, You know, we talked about stats and the stat snapshot before and how impactful it is for practice. One of the things that we, Danielle and I can tell from looking at the stat snapshots is we can tell how good your processes are because when the numbers don't make sense, given what we're seeing on your sheet and what we know about your practice, we can tell that there are gaps in the processes there. And then we're able to dig into that better. And that's one of the great things that we have started to implement with our one-on-one coaching clients and our mastermind clients is by having them do that snapshot ahead of time. If we can see from the statistics that there's definitely a problem in the sales process here, then we can dig in specifically on that. And you know, we're not working away with them for six months and wondering why they're not getting results because we didn't know the right questions to ask in the first place. So it all works together, but marketing is one part of the system. And that's why it's a core principle in aligned women. Sales is another part of it. It's really, we would probably include it in the same pillar as marketing, but as long as you understand it is a different process, it's a different department, if you will, in your practice. And you have to have one if you're going to have the other. Well, that pretty much sums it all up. (laughs) I don't think I can add anything of value to what you've shared and what we've discussed so far. I know that sounds trite maybe, but seriously, I think that 
My point here is it's just that simple. And any other emotional drama you attach to it is your own. It's not anybody else's. So that's part of the work that we do too. It's important to recognize that we all have limiting beliefs. We all have blocks about things, but we have to work through them and let them go in order to be different people and have the results that we want to have in our lives and in our practices. And they never stop. Working on it to get to the next level just brings up a whole new set of different issues and and mindset issues and limiting beliefs that need to be worked on. It's never a one and done. No, it's not. Every time I un every time I release or let go of a limiting belief and expand into a next level of success, I find like, okay, I, I expand into that and then there's something else that gets to be cleared. There's something else that comes up that I wasn't aware of or conscious before, or I wasn't ready for it before. That's that's probably the part of our work that we do that I love the most. Yeah. Working through the layers for sure. Peeling them back. Mm -hmm. And, and it's frustrating too, right? It's frustrating for me that whenever I feel like, okay, I've really got a handle on this and now I've hit another level. It's frustrating that I realize, okay, well now it's just brought up a whole other level of garbage that has to be worked through, but that's life. That's how we get better. And that's how we develop as human beings. Anyways, we got off the topic of sales and marketing. Well, though, all, all related and all important in the process um, of developing your own systems yes. and procedures in your practice. So on that note, if you are someone who you, you're kind of thinking, I think there might be a gap here. I think I really need some work on my systems and procedures. I would really recommend checking out one of our mastermind groups or checking out the one-on-one coaching options. You can find all of the options for working with us at alignedwomen.com forward slash work with us. If you know that you're interested in a mastermind group, we do have a new Elevated Women Mastermind starting at the beginning of February. We would love for you to fill out an application for that. If you want to check out the Elevated Women Mastermind and see what it's about, go to alignedwomen.com forward slash mastermind. Or if you just know you want to fill out an application, just hit forward slash elevated. Awesome. Okay, everyone. Thanks, as always, for joining us for today's episode. Remember that if you are loving this podcast, to share it with another woman in chiropractic who's raising a family and wants to be profitable with her practice as well. We'll see you next week for another new episode. And in the meantime, take care. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mama chiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women Team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women podcast.